0: Local businesses are the heart of their communities. Often they're the first people ask for sponsorships and are the first ones willing to give, on top of frantically trying to grow their businesses. The problem is that they're facing increasing pressure from bigger, better funded, more tech-savvy companies. So how does a less-than-tech-savvy business push back in order to attract, retain, and engage more of their dream customers while growing profits? That's the question that this podcast will give you the answer to. My name is Jesse Flores, and welcome to The Local Procast. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of The Local Procast. I'm Jesse Flores, and today I want to share a lesson that I learned from a uh, former prospect, actually, who was in the process of selling his company to a private equity firm for a quarter of a billion dollars, yes, that's $250 million, um, and how his advice has framed uh, what we're doing at Super Web Pros and how I think about our business and how maybe how it can help you think about your business going forward. So when we get back, I'll tell you that story and we will dive into it. So several years back, um, before Super Web Pros, I owned a software development company. And uh, the difference between, uh, let's call it a software development company and what we do today is really when you're talking about software development, you're talking about building um, applications. So imagine something more like um, you know, that allows you to do things. Think, think Facebook, Airbnb, um, you know, anything where, you know, Google apps or anything where you are doing uh, a job, right? You have to accomplish a task versus uh, a website or web content, which is really about consuming information, right? So that's, that's the probably, um, there's, there's a lot of gray area between those, but that's probably a good way to make the distinction. So we were doing mostly web apps at the time, not a lot of web sites. And at the time, um, we were working with a company that um, does and builds CRM software, and we were meeting with a prospect who um, was in the process of selling his franchise, and he owned a, a painting franchise uh, for a lot of money, like a quarter of a billion dollars, and he was selling it to a private equity firm um, based out of Texas. And uh, you know, we're sitting there before the meeting kicked off to talk about some software stuff, and. Um, and I asked him. I said, you know, uh, at the time, I, at the time I'd only been to Michigan for a little bit, a little bit, and hadn't really ever spent much time around local businesses or small businesses. I think I'd gone to my first BNI meeting, uh, maybe the maybe the week before, and I remember uh, just like having the impression that uh, so many local businesses, certainly where where I lived in Lansing, really seemed to struggle to make any any real money, certainly any kind of money that having come from uh, more of a startup environment, tech environment um, in a bigger city, it just, it seemed to me that we were, you know, in in Atlanta and, you know, with tech companies, you were typically trying to figure out how to scale massive companies. and, And, you know, we'd go and try and figure out how to raise money and all these kinds of things to build scalable businesses. Yet so many small and local businesses, which are um really kind of behind the times in technology um really kind of struggled and i and i had uh, been talking with a couple of local businesses as i was moving here and and realizing how different this um you know i'll call it the local business structure ecosystem ethos whatever was relative to where i'd come from and so when i met this guy and he told me that he was selling his painting franchise for this much money um i remember asking him i said you know, I was—I had all these these business owners in the back of my mind that I'm thinking, man, like that's—I mean, I would I, personally, I would love to sell a company for that much money, if not more. Um, but I was thinking about those, uh, uh, those people that I, I'd been meeting with since I had moved to Michigan in, in the not too distant past, and thinking, like, man, how is it that you're able to? to you've got this painting franchise, and there's lots of painting companies in any local market. And you've got this franchise you're selling for all this money, yet. So many um just small local business, so small local painters, you know, are struggling to make ends meet, struggling to meet payroll. They don't they don't grow, you know, beyond maybe a couple a couple hundred thousand dollars in, in sales. Like, what's the difference? And he said to me something that I'll never forget. He said, Oh, that's easy. Systems and marketing. We're really good at both. And that's when it kind of occurred to me that you know, for all the conversation that we have about income inequality and, and income gaps and all these kinds of things, that really the technical or the technical gap is probably a bigger problem because when you compound technology or when you use technology well, you're able to get uh, a lot more efficiency, right? And with more efficiency starts to become higher margins. Higher margins means more money and all that compounds, right? It's, um, you know, looking at, let's call it the the income is looking at a lagging indicator, but looking at something like technology and systems that's a leading indicator if you build good systems uh and particularly if you build good systems rooted in technology you have the ability to start creating um uh, bigger margins you start to get uh higher quality um better processes and so forth anyway so i started asking him about this and he and, and i was kind of taken aback by that and um and it occurred to me uh as we were talking i asked him you know well Tell me about the private equity company that you're selling to. And so he started telling me that they owned predominantly service brands, and that they owned, you know, different kinds of, uh, you know, cleaning companies, roofing companies, all, all these kinds of services. And, and it occurred to me that that was that all felt like 20th century service economy. And what did the 21st century service economy look like? And to me, it started to look digital. It started to look like websites and social media and all these other kinds of services that are. Um, different from the trades, but are still important services. And that market, it seemed to me, was tremendously fragmented, uh, still is tremendously fragmented. Right? You can find freelancers, you can go on Upwork, you can uh, hire people like us, you can work with expensive agencies, it, it, it's tremendously fragmented. And that's when it really kind of occurred to me, I'll say that the nugget of the birth of Super Web Pros really was in that moment, because it occurred to me that we already built systems when I was building software, that, that was what we did. But I didn't really know marketing. And it occurred to me that maybe marketing itself was a system. And so the thought occurred to me, well, what if we could figure out how to build a franchisable, for lack of a better word, a franchisable web development company that would allow for us to get the benefits of uh, systems that this guy was talking about in his painting business and maybe the uh, the ability, if we figured out marketing well, could we then scale to create a brand that was recognizable um, nationwide. And, you know, we're still really far away from that, but that is the vision that motivated it. And of course, in the process of that, we've now worked with so many small businesses and local businesses. And that distinction, that systems and marketing distinction has become so much clearer now that I see uh, and work with so many small companies and so many small businesses are not they, they they don't think about systems they think about getting the tasks done or the work done they don't think about marketing um other than kind of basic stuff like you know we should be posting on social media maybe we need a website but there's a lot more that goes into both of those things and so over the course of the next couple of months we'll be putting together more and more content on on these topics but um it's it's that that phrase to me like what really makes your business stand out so that you're able to sell for you know bigos of money that's systems and marketing those two things were were really kind of a a, a pivotal, a pivotal comment for me and one that's really motivated a lot of how I think about Super Web Pros and and the work that we're doing. Um, sometimes we do it better than others, but that's the, that's the motivating idea. And so for your business, whatever your local business is, I thought and hope that maybe that nugget might be a little helpful for you. How are you approaching systems? How are you approaching marketing? And, um, are you using technology in a way that allows you to build better systems that grow margins, um, so that you can, uh, make more money, spend more time with your family, provide more to your community, and do all the other things that local businesses do that um, really do kind of keep the wheels of their community moving. So hopefully you found this helpful uh, or at least a little inspirational. Uh, if you did, please take a second to subscribe or comment and let me know. And if you know somebody else who might find this helpful or inspirational, please share it with them. All right. Hey, that's all I got for today. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.